0: A crazy entitled Karen not only tries to hit on my husband, but once she finds out that he is already accounted for and married, she demands to physically fight me for my husband with the winner taking all. And I've never been more weirded out by an entitled Karen in my life. Here's what happened. When my now adult daughter was almost three years old, we had a regular monthly family dinner plan. We would go to a used bookstore that was near a Mexican place that we liked and a McDonald's which our kids liked as well. The Mexican restaurant would let us sit on the porch and bring Happy Meals there for our kids. One night, our son, who's older than our daughter, was at a sleepover, so we were just a party of three. After eating, we went to the used bookstore and we had a stroller with us so that our daughter could sit in it if she got a little too tired. She was an easy kid who would just climb into the little stroller and chill or snooze, especially if we were not done browsing. I was looking at cookbooks while my husband was in the kids section with our daughter, and it was right about then that I noticed some red Headed chick talking to my husband I went back to the books for a couple of minutes And when I look up, the woman is Still talking, but more so talking At him rather than to him And I could tell at this point he was getting Very uncomfortable. I can tell she is Hitting on him by the way he held up his hand And pointed at his wedding ring Being me, I let this play out for a few minutes Mostly just to laugh about it to him Later, and as I watch, my daughter Goes to him and wraps her arms around Him. She gives this woman the Nastiest look I've ever seen on her face face. And it's right about then that I start walking over because I can tell that my daughter is about to say something to this woman that I will either laugh at or need to intervene because of it. As I get almost to them, my daughter tells the woman that her daddy already has a mommy for her. And if she doesn't get away from him, she is going to puke all over her. My daughter, by the way, has always had the ability to vomit at will. She had already weaponized it against one of my male relatives with a weak stomach. The woman, not knowing I was behind her, told my daughter that her daddy didn't have a mommy to go with him and daddies needed mommies. My daughter looked at me with a look that clearly stated, this lady's an idiot and you need to get her away from me right now. I walk past the woman and up to my husband. I put my arm around him and I lean into him. Then I put the hand wearing my wedding ring up to his chest and I look straight at her. The redhead doesn't have the sense to just leave the area. She had to start a rant about how I should have been right by him if I wanted to keep him. How he should go with her and divorce me because she would never go away from him. And how I don't deserve a man and she does. So she is going to replace me and raise my kids as her own. I looked up at my husband and asked how he kept getting the weirdos that have elevators that don't go all the way up to want to replace me. At this point, the red-headed chick loses it and starts saying that she wants to fight me over him. That whoever wins between the two of us gets to keep him. I asked if she seriously thought I would bother with a fight. He was already mine and I don't believe in fights. I just aimed to take a person out, if you know what I mean. Then this lunatic said that I was threatening to hurt her. At that point, my daughter had had enough. She walked over to the lady and waited until the stupid woman bent down to talk to her. Then my daughter puked all over her and it was sort of up onto this lady's neck so that when she stood up, lots of it ran down her shirt. Staff was already on the way over and wanted to know why the lady was screaming. I told them she was hitting on my husband and then wanted to fight me for him. I don't know why she suddenly started to say that I wanted to unalive her or hurt her in some way. I don't even own a weapon, if you know what I mean. She was just trying to be an idiot and then she got my daughter all upset, so my daughter puked on her. I cleaned our daughter up and I had her rinse out her mouth. On the way home, my husband insisted we stop and buy her some ice cream. When I asked my daughter why she thought she needed to puke on the lady, my daughter told me that we. We already had wasted enough time talking, and it clearly wasn't going anywhere, so she decided to end it. And honestly, my daughter has always had a way of cutting through the garbage in life. What a crazy Karen that lady was. She seriously thought she could fight for this guy, even though this guy was very clearly accounted for. Like, that's insane to me. That really is a different level of crazy, and she obviously had a few screws loose. If she thought for a second that fighting this lady was ever going to win this guy over onto her side in the Slightest. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. I just found out that my boyfriend of a year cheated on me the day that we moved in together. And I feel so hurt and betrayed, I seriously don't know what to do. So I've been dating a man for the past year and everything was perfect. He treated me insanely well. He didn't have any other crazy or toxic traits I saw in other guys my age. And I was in between moving home for a few months to save a little money or just to get a spot with him. After numerous discussions and plans, we decided to get a place. Yesterday, he helps me finish packing and we move everything. He moved about four hours to this side of the state just to be with me. We unpack and get settled in. Right as we're about to watch a show, I see a text pop up on his phone. Now, I've never felt the need to go through his phone because we've never had an issue. The message said something along the lines of, oh, I miss you so much. I wait a minute, go to the restroom to gain my composure and come out to talk to him. I simply asked to see his phone. When he unlocked it, he replied by saying, I miss you too. I'll see you tomorrow because he was supposed to go to his parents this weekend to dog sit. At this point, I freak out and I say to myself, what is happening? He claims it's just a friend. However, upon going into recently deleted messages, I see over 207 messages between Friday and Wednesday. The messages were graphic and laid out completely what they did and how much he liked it. I went for a drive so I wouldn't act out of anger and then came back to have a talk. He claimed he knew her from high school and it was a one time thing which was total BS claiming that it was a mistake. I asked if there was anything lacking in our relationship and he said no I'm perfect. He claims it was more of a bachelor party mindset in which he did it one time before looking in and taking the next step with me. And I would believe that if there wasn't 200 plus messages as well as him saying oh I'll see you tomorrow. I'm honestly now so sick. I feel disgusted. I feel betrayed and honestly really stupid. I can't afford this lease on my own, but I also don't have any room for a roommate. I just don't get why he has to sign the lease at all. I told him to leave last night. I even helped him pack and I sent him to his parents. Now I'm stuck with this lease. And honestly, I'm just not sure what to do. He wants another chance, but I don't think this is something I could ever get over. What should I do? Honestly, if I was in your shoes, I would not look back for a second. Like, he clearly has had priorities with another person and he obviously wanted to spend more quality time with them as opposed to actually maintaining his relationship, which really should have been his priority. Like seriously, this is not your fault and this is nothing that you did personally. He made the choice to cheat, not the other way around. I mean, you wanted to live with this guy. You had a lease together and everything and he was the one that betrayed your trust. So personally, I would start looking for another roommate. There's no way I would want to get back with my partner if they cheated on me like that. That is a massive betrayal of trust. And if I was in your shoes, there's no way I would let that slide. An entitled Karen complains that nobody is there to help her out when she needs it, despite the fact that we're understaffed. So I decided to get revenge and I made her feel incredibly guilty for ever complaining. Here's what happened. Last summer, I was working at my Red Craft store job, checking out people at registers when my foot slid off the ancient mats and something in my foot's bones clicked. Three days of work missed, workman's comp, and a few x-rays later, I'm on a medical boot that finally lets me walk around without a ton of pain. A couple of weeks go by and I'm at work in the boot feeling much better, getting around at a good pace and even running faster than my middle-aged manager to grab a call. The night comes to an end and we start up the closing process. An important thing to note is that at this store, we almost only have a maximum of three people including a manager to close the store. And some nights it's even two people. This isn't a lack of employees, it's more of a corporate order just to save money. So there I am, sitting behind the very large framing desk, inputting the paperwork into the computer while sitting on a stool to ease off my foot. And this is right when a lady stomps up and yells, finally. Surprise, I leaned around my computer and I give a polite, how may I help you? She huffs and gives a gesture towards the floor. Yes, you may. There is no one anywhere to help me. The only person is that girl at the registers that refuses to help me. Now, people on the registers cannot leave the area, but typically people, point you in the correct direction. I start to get up to help her when she says this place is a mess and then she said something that was a major dig at my coworker that I can't really remember her wording for but I just remember becoming incredibly angry at it. It was at this point I had an idea. Standing up I say I'm so incredibly sorry ma'am. What were you looking for? I can try and help you. You're glassware she says haughtily. You know for flowers. Of course I say starting to limp around the corner that since now had obscured everything below Below my apron pockets. Vases are this way. We currently don't have any in seasonal, but we do have our standard in stock. This lady let out a gasp and started to stutter when I had fully emerged from behind the counter. Oh, oh, it's fine. You could just, I don't know, point me in the right direction. I say to her, oh no, it's fine. It's this way. Follow me. I then proceed to slowly limp, favoring my boot more than I had in weeks and adding some swing in my shoulders for sure. I apologize for the lack of employees on the floor and brought over to the vases, which by the way were very easy to find in the first place if you know where to look. I grabbed the vase that she wanted from the top shelf, made a show of checking for any damage on the vase, and I asked her if there was anything else I could help her find. She straight up refused to look me in the eyes, and muttered something like, no, I'm good, thank you, I'm sorry, and then proceeded to walk away. I went back to the frame shop, and I had an amazing laugh, and I honestly hope she remembers the way she acted this night. I've always been a fan of customers getting exactly what they deserve. Like, if they're being frustrating and very annoying, or if they're just being rude in general, getting some kind of petty revenge, or at least making them feel bad for acting the way they did, honestly, is like the best thing on planet Earth. So the fact that this person had a boot on their foot, and they were able to hobble around and make this person feel guilty for acting like a fool, is truly some amazing karma. Customers like this really do have it coming. They act as if the whole world revolves around them, and they freak out anytime someone's not there to help him out. Like, does she not know what time it is? Is she seriously blind to the fact that the store is about to close and most of the workers are about to go home? Like, come on, get a grip. There's no reason to act like everybody has to wait on you hand and foot. So good for you for putting this Karen in her place in a subtle way. I'm sure she felt really guilty about making you hobble over there to find the vase, and hopefully that corrects her behavior in the future. My entitled assistant manager tries to boss me and my other co-workers around about a job that she has no no idea about. So I decided to get revenge, and as a result, everything fell behind, and no one was to blame except the assistant manager. Here's what happened. So I used to work a home improvement retailer that's popular in the Midwest of the United States. Nothing bad against the company, other than the simple fact it's retail and my fair share of customer stories that came out of it. But today, this story is about my assistant manager at the time. At the time of this story, I was working as a morning stalker with two other guys, and I did have seniority over them despite having only been with the company and the store for six months and the older gentleman was a down stocker and was a retired aviation engineer who just got bored of retirement and wanted something active which will be important a little bit later our department manager who was my first and absolute best manager had a policy where us stalkers would put away the heavy bulk items that can be taken off the pallets and thrown away onto the shelves without unwrapping anything think pet food cat litter, 5 gallon buckets of paint, stuff like that. And yes, I know that's a weird combo, but that's just what our department did. We would work through the bulk items, working our way down to the smaller items until we got to the smallest overall. Stuff like theater box candy and stuff along those lines. One morning we come into work on this particular fine Friday morning where the manager had the day off and it was the assistant manager for that morning as well as for the whole weekend. Managers alternated working on the weekends, which is a reason I refuse the management position and it was this day that she felt the need to upper game or something like that because she told us in the morning note that us stalkers needed to work on the smaller items first and work our way to the larger items. We all exchanged looks and knew that this was a bad idea so I told them to just do the normal stuff and I would ask her about it when she came in in an hour and a half. She eventually came in and fortunately for us, me and the other stalker had finished our perspective palettes while the down stalker was just working the usual rounds, walking up and down the ladder. I asked her if she really wanted to proceed with this line of process, as there were 10 pallets in the receiving area for our department, and 6 of them were bulk items we could have done in less than an hour, and one of the reasons we stockers do the bulk items. As our manager would jokingly put it, he didn't want the sales team to smell like garbage, which makes sense if you ask me, because I've smelt myself on the way home after working a bulk freight all day. But honestly, that's another story. But she was adamant that we do the small piddly stuff so the sales team can focus on making sales and other more important stuff. And one other thing I failed to mention is that it was thunderstorming outside this Friday, which is a good day to me, as I might as well live in Seattle or other places where it rains a lot, which also causes sales to drop dramatically at our store, given its location of our city, as only contractors don't really care about the weather. Without skipping a beat, the other stalker and I nodded our heads, and when the the assistant manager wasn't looking, I grabbed the note she left for us from the recycling box we had to use for later as I knew what was about to happen as I knew where this day was about to go. To make an already long story not so long, the story repeated itself on Saturday but rather than do a couple of bulk items, in the hour and a half we had before the assistant manager came in, we maliciously complied and did the smaller items like candy, off-the-shelf medicines like aspirin and other small pain-in-the- but items and we got about 7 pallets of freight out on Friday, 4 of them being bulk and 2 on that Saturday, despite another 15 pallets coming in. The stockers also didn't work on Sundays. The stockers would work from 5am until 9am and it was Monday morning when the manager would switch places. So the department manager would be in at noon that day and it was about 8.30 in the morning when the assistant manager realized how bad she messed up as we had over 10 pallets in the back aisle. But the receiving end was packed with another 20 to 30, with over 20 of those pallets being bulk items that we very easily could have done. Being friends with several people on sales, we come to find out that she told none of the salespeople to work on the freight and would even tell the ones who would work on the freight when their daily tasks were done to work on something else, like straightening the shelves or stuff like that. I also found out from friends in receiving that there were two more trucks coming in that day, which caused me and the other other stockers to giggle just a little bit. At about 8.30, the assistant manager told us, including the nice 67-year-old downstocker, to start working the bulk freight to get as much out of the way. The thing was, I had class at 10 o'clock in the morning and I needed to go home to shower so I didn't smell bad and the downstocker smirked and told the other stalker that we were going to leave on time with him and the other stalker came up with their own reasons for having to leave on time. Tuesday comes around and the department managers known to us told us to work on nothing but bulk freight and that he wanted to talk to me specifically when he came in at 6.30 soon as he came in before he could say a word to ask what happened I took the papers the assistant manager gave us and placed them in front of him if disappointed anger could take someone's life then his flared nostril and deep breath with an exhale would have taken down a whole city his eyes rolled back and he shook his head before laughing and bringing the other stalker over and telling us whoever got the most pallets done would get about 20 bucks. Sad to say I didn't win, but I did get a second place with 10 bucks. As I said, he was the best manager I've ever had so far. Eventually, we were able to get about 25 pallets done in just about two and a half hours. The best part was the manager thanking us, handing our winnings, and then telling us at 9 o'clock to go home and take a shower because we smell like garbage. And to this day, we still laugh about that incident. Honestly, this really goes to show you that some people seriously should stand clear of any management position because this assistant manager literally made things harder for everybody else for little to no reason. If they had just kept their mouth shut and stayed out of the way, they could have avoided this problem and let the people who know what they're doing get done the stuff in front of them. But thankfully, it looks like the original poster has a really good manager because if they didn't, this honestly could have gone a lot differently. Am I the jerk for telling my wife that I don't want to listen to Taylor Swift 24-7 while we're on vacation? Here's what happened. So for some context, since January, my wife has been playing almost nothing but Taylor Swift every single day on repeat. And we're averaging about an hour of her music every single day. My wife is a huge fan and she shed many tears when we decided she couldn't pay $1,000 to see the concert. Now, I am really not a fan at all of Taylor Swift. I think Taylor needs new subject material. And overall, I think she's a good songwriter, but a bit repetitive and really boring to me. Whether we're in the car having a game night with neighbors sitting by the pool playing cards or simply cooking my wife is playing and singing Taylor Swift music over bluetooth speaker it started off as really cute and then it got really annoying then it made me feel like I'm hanging out with a 14 year old from 2011 I am permanently banned from saying anything negative about Taylor Swift saying I don't like her is always taking away from her achievement as the first female artist to have such a successful tour as she puts it we are currently in a hotel with four family members about to go on vacation. It's nine o'clock in the morning and my wife starts playing to brush her teeth. Nobody else was particularly bothered because they don't have any context, but I think they were clearly wondering why she was playing it so loud. I asked if we could take a vacation from Taylor Swift this week as well and my wife threw a bit of a fit saying I embarrassed her or implied that she was being immature. Her parents are even telling me I'm being rude. I asked my wife to step outside to chat and I told her I wasn't trying to hurt her feelings. It didn't go well and now I've apparently ruined the vacation. I understand making her feel awkward and her family not being bothered but am I the jerk for being tired of her singing the 10 minute version of All Too Well as well as listening to Taylor Swift on repeat constantly. What should I do? There has got to be some kind of compromise here. First off, you saying no I don't want to listen to this right now on speakerphone is completely reasonable. You already hear this all day every day at home and you just want to have a weekend where you don't don't have to listen to Taylor Swift or her music at all. So I seriously don't think that was some kind of unreasonable explanation or some kind of unreasonable request in the slightest. And also, just because you criticize Taylor Swift as not being a fan of her, it doesn't mean you're downplaying her achievement. And also, who cares about her achievements? You're listening to her music all day, every day. I'm pretty sure I would go crazy regardless of the artist if my significant other was only playing that music. Like, she seriously doesn't like anything else. She seriously only likes Taylor Swift, no other music, I'm pretty sure that would drive just about anybody crazy. And it's not like your wife can't listen on like earbuds or something like that. She can still listen to the music, but maybe just not out loud at 9 o'clock in the morning. Like people are probably trying to wake up still. And sure, family's not gonna say anything, but it doesn't mean you can't. There's gotta be some kind of compromise on this. So honestly, I don't think you're the jerk in this situation. I think your wife overreacted simply because family was there, and now you're being ganged up on, and honestly, I really just don't think that's fair. Thanks for